0: on today's episode of making the call it is all football both nfl and even world cup at the end so we start off with our regular uh recap of the previous week's action in the nfl so we are recapping week 10 vikings bills probably game of the year uh we spend the first good chunk of the podcast talking about that as well as cowboys losing to the packers the seahawks losing in germany to the bucks the lions beating the bears and some of the other just quick notes from from this week's action and then we get into a fun discussion of top five wide receiver duos in the NFL. Um, we both, we all four of us, it's me, Trent, Alex, and Rosie on the podcast. And we all rank our top five wide receiver duos in the NFL. And then Rosie has a good fantasy segment where he goes through a number of trades that he has seen uh, either been offered or accepted in some of his leagues. And we discuss them, let, you know, we discuss which side we think wins, if it's fair or not, you know, what could make it more fair. Um just a really good fantasy segment. And then, in the spirit of the World Cup starting in the next week, we do a World Cup team draft uh, where we each pick three teams uh, to see if one of those three teams is going to win it all. Um, just since the World Cup is starting, had a hat, we had to do a little bit of a World Cup discussion at the tail end of the podcast. So it is all football, both American and international, and it's all coming up right after this. NFL Week 10 is in the books, and there were some wildly exciting games that we need to recap and and break it all down uh Trent Rosie and Alex are here with me and Trent there's no better place to start there's really nowhere else we can start than talking about the Bills Vikings game Vikings go into Buffalo and win 33 30 and possibly game of the year at least so far 10 weeks in like there's no doubt game of the year what else would be like uh, I don't know. I mean there's, there's bills, been some other good games, but nah. This it's definitely this game. Trent, I gotta ask you, how's your blood pressure after this game?
1: Uh during it was 170 over 110. Oh my gosh. Stroke that's body. that's that's borderline cardiac arrest or whatever you call it. So yeah, I had well to take had to take some of these. Some nice little free advertising right there. Medium.
2: <laughs> yeah okay, on I'm purpose asking. some Reese's but pieces
1: some Reese's, exactly yeah <laughs> yeah it, yeah it took me I tried to take a, I tried to take a nap after because I had a hockey game at like 9 30 and I I could not sleep so no nap for me and I'm exhausted today because I didn't get home till about midnight so
0: but I mean what an exciting win to go into Buffalo Josh Allen, you, I mean, he's he's clearly hurt to some degree, but still, it's Josh Allen and the Bills and Buffalo. Um, you certainly would have liked your chances going up against Case Keenum than Josh Allen, and I don't huh. think anyone
1: speak for yourself. You would have yeah. rather faced. I would rather face Josh, Josh Allen. revenge game. Yeah, Case Keenum, Stephon Diggs' revenge game, or Josh Allen. Give me Josh Allen any time, day.
0: Well, I mean, Diggs even had a good game, twelve for one twenty-eight no touchdowns, yeah. but
1: yeah, it's, it's too bad that he didn't get bad. in the end zone,
0: <laughs> but he was not the wide receiver that everyone's talking about coming out of this game because Holy, sh- Holy smokes, Justin Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. I can't even
2: <laughs> Holy smokes guys
0: <laughs> <I'm>, caught myself. <laughs> uh, we'll never, get there one day. Andrew, I've never had to bleep myself on this podcast. So the streak is alive. Um, Justin Jefferson <laughs> 10 for one ninety three in and a touchdown and had the greatest catch that I think I've ever seen. I've watched it over and over again, a dozen times today and it gets more and more impressive. The more I watch it, I just, this, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this guy. I mean, I think he's clearly, I'm, I'm willing to say that he's clearly the best wide receiver in the NFL. And I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if it's even close at this point because what he can do and on a fourth and 18 with the game on the line, go up, being able to go up and make that kind of catch was just astonishing.
2: Well, it wasn't a one-handed catch. It was a three-handed catch. He somehow got into the mind of the safety to help him catch the ball. Just using what's around this really
1: how we're going to start, Rosie? we really going here right now?
2: I mean, it was a great catch, but like, what is the safety good. doing there? Like, he, he helps him crazy. to the ground.
3: He's just not as strong as Justin. Obviously. Man, all good. he
2: has to do is slap it down. I mean, it's probably one of the dumbest plays I've ever seen. Uh, I don't know. I can, of, I can think. I can think of he another. He just slaps. It's, an it's fourth and eighteen. Like, what are you even thinking? Why are you trying to he intercept he, it? you thought he had the. I can think of another. So
0: I can think of another instance in recent memory where a defensive back made a really poor judgment call that led to a celebration by the Vikings. So I don't know if I would say it's the dumbest play possible. What are you referencing?
1: Diggs! The other miracle line. in Minneapolis. Touchdown! Oh, right. The other
2: one. Yeah, I, know. I mean, there's been a lot of dumb plays. But, I mean, cool catch for sure. Never going to see anything like it. But really bad play by the safety. And you could easily That was better than it. the
0: Odell catch, right? You're shaking your head on audio medium. You're saying no, Rosie. I'm doing that on purpose.
2: Oh. <laughs> it, who cares? You know, like who cares if like if we're ranking catches?
1: Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree. I think they were both spectacular in their own way. But with my I bias, just, I'm obviously going to take the J. Jeff catch. But I'm, the, the Odell catch was great too. Yeah, the Odell catch the was fully extended three fingers whatever yeah
3: but you could say that justin jefferson when you needed to continue the game so with that aspect it might be a little better
0: yeah yeah when you when you factor in where you were in the game and the fact that it was a fourth and
2: 18 and everyone will forget that in like two years though
0: Mm, i don't know man
2: because i'm pretty sure that odell catch was a game ceiling one too
1: no, that
0: was like early, that was in the first half, I think.
2: Really, it was
1: it was a touchdown. Yeah. So he's got that going for him. Yeah, but
0: I, this was a crazy game. Um, it just, I feel like we could spend an hour talking about it. But um, I guess I'll ask this question, and I think for the sake of having the best conversation, I'll ask it to Rosie first. Are the Vikings for real after this game?
2: Hell no. <laughs> Oh, it took a handful of miracles to win this game with Josh Allen returning to 2018. Josh Allen. Returning? Uh, for returning. Okay. Because okay. Of, he has three red zone interceptions. I saw a stat. No, I
0: didn't. He had two.
2: And then the two. Uh, is that not in the red zone? But that's not an on His own half oh, turnovers, there. whatever. Um, You would say that's more in the end zone than the red zone, but, you know. Well, Justin Jefferson (laughs) broke an NFL record. He uh, projected completion percentage was less than half for nine of his catches. (laughs) And that's just Justin Jefferson being great, but that's never, ever going to happen again.
1: Less than, like, when you say half. Half. Like, less than half a percent or less than 50%? No, less Less than 50%. Less than 50%. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's every ball that Kirk threw yesterday.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just a bad game from the Bills. Josh Allen's injury affected him mentally, at least. I mean, you see this with any quarterback dealing with any kind of consistent pain. They just kind of revert back to what makes them bad, I guess. Well, then and that's just how, making poor decisions.
3: Well, how come he's leading the league in interceptions? Then has he been reverting back all year? Like, what's what's your excuse there?
2: Well, last two games were against the Jets and the Packers, mm-hmm. the best pass defenses in the league right now. The Packers, and... the Packers mm-hmm.
0: of Green Bay.
2: Yeah, they've they're been one good of the, the last best couple pass. weeks. But I would, I don't. They think They have the, the best, best corner player. in the league right now.
1: Are you just trying to get
2: canceled? Is that where you're doing right now? What? I'm, this is what common corner, common knowledge stuff. Okay, who is then? Who's the best corner in the league? I don't know. But I you, wouldn't you're talking Tiger all week Alexander. about how the
1: Vikings never beat anyone by one score, and they beat the best defense in the league by twenty five points. So,
2: wow! Well, Packers what, are, what are you- much worse in Week One than they are now. Okay, just. The Packers are playing
3: their best football right now. What do you mean?
2: Yeah, we'll- Everyone knows that the Vikings are frauds, too. That's why they're not favored going into the Cowboys game.
3: That's just Vegas being stupid. Nah, Vegas know. knows I'm what Vegas they're talking about. What's right. they good at doing? No, no, no. The Vikings are going to win by more than... Well, they're only favored by one, and by the time that game starts... It's gonna well,
2: be that select. game's in Minnesota, isn't it? It is. And the Bills game, it all... I mean. A handful of miracles, but it really just came down to Josh Allen fumbling the snap on the goal line. You've never, ever seen that happen before. I don't think anyone's ever won off of that kind of game. Till now.
1: Yeah, and, you but know, give the Vikings
2: know, Rizzi, credit for staying were, in it. They're not a bad team. I'm not saying they're a bad team. They're not 8-1. and one. I think that there were good.
0: breaks. Like, there were things that could have broke either way for both teams. So, like, I don't think you can just point to the things that benefited the Vikings because you look at that Gabe Davis put in an air quotes catch that should have been reviewed because it clearly wasn't a catch and it wasn't reviewed. So I mean, it's not like games.
2: that was in, like... The Bills four.
1: having 12 players on the field on a first and goal and then they tackled Dalvin Cook for a four-yard loss and the refs didn't call it.
2: But, yeah, you know, I mean, that's definitely but, bad. So, I mean,
1: it's... Stuff it happens. happens.
2: I'm just saying, like... We have never, ever seen a game where it came down to the last 40 seconds and you fumble the snap and not even like fumble it for a safety. You fumble it for a touchdown to seal the like that but, never I mean, that's football, happens
0: man. like that. Like,
2: yeah, it is. But it's just, you, you can still say it's lucky. I
0: think you've got to give the Vikings credit for coming back and being in that game, though. Because they're on the road in a loud environment in the snow, and they got down 24 10 at halftime. And actually, it got even further. It got down to 20, they were down 27 to 10. And they come all the way back, they get to overtime, and they win it. So, I mean, I just, for someone who's so high on the bills like you are, I would expect a little more credit. To be given the Vikings way for coming out of there with a win regardless of all the craziness that happened throughout the game
2: yeah but if we're talking about strictly the Vikings I still don't think you can call them a top five team even with this win because you got to look at the results of what's being played yeah. and no it's stop like- right
1: there you got to look at the results they beat the bills <laughs> end of story <laughs>
2: I guess so. We'll see. They beat the,
1: This was Kirk Cousins' worst game of the year by far, and they still beat the Bills. You wouldn't say the Philly game was worse? Okay, maybe that was a little bit worse. But Kirk was terrible for three quarters of that He was. Game. Terrible. And then the fourth quarter, he kind of turned it on, and over time, he was spectacular. He put I mean, balls in place. He turned it, it on. He
2: Jefferson. just threw it to Justin Jefferson, and Justin Jefferson was Justin Jefferson.
1: Oh, he had some throws to field and field K- and KJ Osborne as well, but you weren't watching. So, But I, to be honest, called. man, I throat, watching.
0: Throat, throat, chunking the ball up to Justin Jefferson is clearly a good strategy. So, like, I'm not F- going to fault He's down him there for there that. somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay.
2: I do think that this says that the Bills... I don't think there's any clear great team in the NFL right now. I thought it was the Bills. They might be too injured to... Claim that because hmm. I think that if they were healthy, they would be the best. Who were they
1: missing? Who wasn't there? Uh, their, uh, Poyer.
3: Their whole Poyer, secondary. But, <laughs> the, <laughs> they're like one and three without Poyer right now. They really need I think they're
0: 0-3 oh actually. Oh. All yeah. three of their
2: losses are whenever he's been out.
0: Now that's, is that a correlation or causation? Probably a little well, bit I think both,
2: but. Kyir Elam, he was their best corner and he was a rookie and I think he was out for this game. So, I mean, they're playing like... Hmm. I mean, every team is injured, but I think the Bills more so on defense. Alex, coming out of this game,
0: do you like? did this game change your opinion about either of these two teams, the Bills or the Vikings? Well, I'm, I'm going to go the opposite way and say yes. I think this sort of proved the
3: Vikings are for real. Big win on the road. Injured or not, you just beat who's in front of you and... I'm really intrigued to see what they do against the Cowboys now coming off a loss for them. But if they beat the Cowboys, I think the sky's the limit for the Vikings. Cause not the biggest believer in the Eagles right now. I think their records a little fraudulent at nine and zero. but we'll see. It's, it's really the Eagles and the Vikings though, in the NFC and everybody else a tier below. Hmm.
0: Yeah. I just think so. We'll, we'll wrap up the, the Vikings bills conversation here. Um, I think that the NFC is every team is flawed. I mean, Eagles are undefeated, but I don't think anyone here is ready to say go ahead and start planning that parade in Philadelphia. And I think the Vikings going on the road and winning an impressive game, a a back and forth crunch time, you know, where it just the game could have swung in either direction in any given moment and coming out of Buffalo with a win, it proved to me that if you're in late January and it's the NFC championship game and Minnesota's in it, it's not going to surprise me. Like they're they're good enough to get to that point where they it gives them a shot, you know, it gets them a seat at the table for a chance to go to a Super Bowl. Where I think before, because of I mean, they were they only had one loss so far, but their one loss was to Philadelphia and a pretty ugly loss at that. Um, I had my question marks, but I think that's also week two yeah, in the season but I think this offense is good enough, especially with someone as dynamic as Jefferson to where they can win those close games in the playoffs because they've been doing it all year. So
3: I like the addition of Hawkinson too. He's
0: really been working out these first two games. Yeah. Closing thoughts on, on this game or do we want to keep it moving?
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I've been, I've been thinking a lot over the past 24 hours about, Rosie calling them a a fraudulent team. And I don't, I think fraudulent is too extreme. This, I think that Rosie, like, are they Super Bowl contenders right now? I don't think so. Right. I don't think, I don't think you could call an eight and one team fraudulent. For where everyone's
2: putting them, I would say so. And I think in terms well, who of the in comments- the
1: NFC do you put in above them, though? That's that's kind of what, what I'm getting at here. Is like, I don't know. Maybe the Eagles. Maybe the Cowboys. We'll find out this week. But I just I think they're a good team. And I, I Andrew hit it spot on. If they're in the a- NFC Championship game, would not surprise me. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No. But I don't think you can call them a fraudulent team. I think you can call them a good team that won't win the Super Bowl.
2: Well, that's the thing. People are calling them a Super Bowl team. By ranking them in the top five. and Only one me, team wins the Super Bowl. Well, they're a fine playoff only th- team.
1: Only two teams play the
2: unit. Right.
1: But I, I, okay, I, just, so, I think they are a top five team. I really do. I don't think there's five teams better than them in the NFL.
0: So I'm looking at latest Super Bowl odds. Um, Buffalo is still the favorite at four to one. And then it's Kansas City at uh, seven to two. And then... You have Philadelphia, who are five to one, and then the rest of the league is San Francisco ten to one, Baltimore twelve to one, Minnesota twelve to one. So Baltimore, and Minnesota, the same odds, and then uh, Cowboys fourteen to one, Miami sixteen to one. So I think any of those top—I don't know—I just I don't feel fantastic about any team. So I think you can yeah. make a case for any of those top seven teams. Where if they're, you know, playing in the Super Bowl in February, it, it's not going to shock me. And I think the Vikings are in, are on that list.
1: It would so. shock me if they were playing in the Super Bowl. Eh,
0: maybe, but I mean, I don't There's just, there doesn't seem to be like a, like last year it was, I mean, granted the, the Bengals kind of surprised us coming out of the AFC. But it felt like the Chiefs and the Bills were right up there all the way, you know, through the playoffs and then. Um, you know, Kansas City had that collapse against Cincinnati and let them come back and win that in the AFC title game. But, um, all right, let's move on. Uh, we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about the Cowboys, but they lost to the Packers in Green Bay 31-28. Um, Austin and I were texting this in our, in our group text all week. It felt like a trap game. It felt like a trap game. And yeah, all right, they blow a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, there was some stat where the Cowboys were like 195 and O leading by 14 points, you know, with 10 minutes left or whatever. And now they're 195 and one. Um, it just, you have, it's, it's kind of amazing we made it this far without just a, a boneheaded Cowboys loss at this point in the season. And we finally got it. And of course we got it, you know, courtesy of green Bay because it doesn't matter how bad Aaron Rodgers and, Rodgers and the Packers have been. You guys. I, th- I saw, I, f- I forget who it was, so I apologize, but I saw a tweet where it was saying Aaron Rodgers is the majority owner of the Bears, but he has a minority ownership of the Cowboys.
2: He's Bears, a shareholder.
0: He's a shareholder. He's got a few shares. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about this game. I still don't think the Packers are very good. Um, I think it probably knocked the Cowboys down a peg for me, but in the NFC, they still have a chance. Tough stretch coming up though. It's Vikings and who else you got after that? Uh, Vikings, Giants, and then Colts, Texans, Jaguars, oh, and then so they
2: tough. end with <laughs> Eagles, Titans, Commanders. So it's I all didn't get to come. watch a lot of this game, but how did Dak look?
3: Uh, he just he looked he did not perform well in the clutch. He looked good. He for looked three like quarters, it was duck season. And- but
0: yeah. They, uh, so he had two picks. One of them I think was his fault. The other one, Greg Olson was saying CD ran the wrong route. Basically like CD was supposed to run. He was supposed to run straight and then cut, do a 90 degree cut over the middle. And he kind of ran up a post and let the safety undercut him. Um, but I mean, I feel like those kind of things happen in every game. So he didn't have, he didn't have his best game. Um, he didn't have his worst game either. Um, Ultimately, I think it was the defense giving up a fourteen point lead because you've been able to lean on the defense all year. Micah Parsons looks like he's not healthy; um, he's not rushing the passer nearly as much, and um, looks like he's battling
2: something. But yeah, just it was an ugly game. Yeah, I'm mean, I'm not gonna make general statements on a game that I didn't watch a lot of, but if the Cowboys aren't a good team, it's because of Dak. I think. And that's usually the case. Who's hmm. their
1: wider? I mean,
2: I don't know. C- I just don't C- think Michael they have. Gallop, think. Noah Brown, yeah. Dalton yeah. Schultz, they Tony really Pollard. Need
3: to get Odell. If they add Odell, I think a lot of that f- fixes itself. But that's right true. now, it's just seeing his receiving score is
2: good enough, though, to be good. Uh, Gallup, I, I, I don't think playing no, like
3: though. 70% right now. He's not that good.
2: Yeah. Noah Brown was doing well. Not with that healthy. Cooper Rush, where is he now? Is he still hurt? I mean, I just... have just was a top Noah Brown thing. Like,
3: Well, Dalton Schultz, he still had a decent game yesterday. A running was game little... is still
2: fantastic as long as you put Pollard in there. <laughs> please keep putting Pollard in there. Holy crap, Zeke needs to be done for the season. I
3: think Zeke's coming back next week. Oh, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, one more thing. Um, if you can buy low on Lazard, I would. You saw him in there a lot. I think their game plan was to have him blocking, and I think that he was supposed to be chipping Micah Parsons every play to limit, hmm. to limit him. Hmm. But that's just yeah. what I saw at the end of the game. I just saw him lining up behind the uh, tight end and offensive tackle, and so that's why he had a bad game.
3: I think also Diggs was shading him a lot, so he sort of turned out. You, of game. What do you
1: think? Of- Christian Watson, do you think this was his coming out party, or do you think it's a one-off?
3: No, I think it was his coming out party. He looks really good to me.
2: I think so, too. We'll address him later. Especially Uh, since early
3: in the season he was dropping those balls, and then yesterday it finally seemed to click for him.
1: Well, earlier in the season he couldn't stay on the field for more than five snaps without getting hurt. I think he's already had three concussions this year or something stupid like that.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll talk about him. Later on in our fantasy segment. Um, yeah, I don't know. I still don't think the Packers are very good. And the Cowboys were due for a just dumb <laughs> loss. And it was this one. Um, Alex, your your team went international, went all the way to Germany. <laughs> yeah, it was a fun game.
2: I wish you could have been there for that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, the crowd looked really awesome. Yeah. Great showing yeah. for Germany. They lost Shout 21-16 out. to the Buccaneers. Yeah. Um, Alex, you and I were watching this game together, and it felt like the Seahawks were coming back into it. Yeah, like, just a couple
3: too many mistakes by Gino. That fumble early in the fourth quarter really sort of put us behind the eight ball, but I like the fight and the comeback. It was 21-3, to three and they ended up making it somewhat of a game. The defense just couldn't get it stopped there at the end with about three minutes to go, and Tom Brady just did Tom Brady things.
0: Yeah, so this was—I don't know. This was the first like stinker game from Gino. Not the same. Not saying that he didn't have like good moments in it, but yeah, the fumble, like you mentioned, um, first three quarters it, were not great. Did it change your opinion at all about him and this Seahawks team this year? Or are you just writing it off mm-hmm. like, hey, you had to go from the West Coast all the way to Germany?
3: Like, yeah, I'm. A, I'm mostly just writing it off because of the fight they showed right after when it was 21 to three and he just came back and made it a game, made some great throws to make it 21, 16 on that pass to Marquise Goodwin. Like, I don't know the old, Gino I think would have just sort of caved and not even thrown a touchdown. Like it would have ended 21 to three, but I still think they're fine. They got <coughs> the bye week coming up and then an easy couple of games that they need to win. They got the Raiders off the bye, the Panthers. And then the Rams before they play the 49ers. So
0: yeah, so I they I don't know. Do they do you feel like the Seahawks need to go three and O over those next three? I yeah, still feel I feel confident to make the playoffs?
3: Because after that, it's like the 49ers and Chiefs back to back and then the Rams one more time. So I think they're still gonna split with the Rams, even though the Rams are just down, but Sean McVay sort of has Pete Carroll's numbers, so I think three and O is pretty crucial after the bye. Yeah. Yeah, I need them to get to if they can get to eleven wins and beat the 49ers, they'll win the division. Which is that's my goal. I I want a playoff game in Seattle.
0: Yeah, it definitely seems like I don't know if I don't know if well we you might get two teams from that division in the playoffs. Right now, if the playoffs, I I think you will today. You would. You'd have Seattle as a three seed and San Francisco as a seven seed. Um, San
3: Francisco has a pretty easy schedule coming up. Like their hardest game is probably the Seahawks.
2: They may have a lot of home games left too. Um, yeah. Jimmy G looks so bad though. He yeah, oh, oh my that was
3: gosh. a rough game. For, like I think I saw the Chargers passes
2: in. that he like threw well, and the rest were like way off target. You had IU like high pointing it every single throw when it should be right on him.
3: Yeah, that was honestly the reason they didn't really blow out the charges
0: last night. Just Jimmy G's is not a competent
2: passer right now.
0: Hmm. So I'm looking at the NFC playoff table. Um, so, okay. Here's the seven we have right now. If the playoffs end of today. Philly 1, Minnesota 2, Seattle 3, Tampa Bay 4. Those are your division winners. And then your three wildcard teams are the Giants, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. That kind of feels like what it's going to be. I,
2: I He's on the outside right looking in like, who's right outside?
0: Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Rosie, what would you just say?
2: I think the Lions can get there. Are
0: they running the table?
2: I think they could.
3: They're going
2: 10-7? Wait, 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 wait. No, they're playing the Bills on Thanksgiving. Other than that. They're, they're 3 and they're and playing the right bears now.
3: on Wait, no, I got that confused. Never mind
2: they're three and six they're a game and a half out from the 49ers if
3: we'll try and help you out there the 49ers they have to play, don't
2: look like a good team
0: okay so they have to play the Giants the bills the Vikings the jets and the Packers in Green Bay to end the season
2: that's tough it's gonna be
0: one
3: game's the
2: hardest thing but I think that they can do it I think the, the offense really turned a corner as soon as J-Mo gets What do you mean turned a
1: corner? It was the top offense in the league the first three weeks.
2: Well, and then they scored zero <laughs> against the Patriots. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's really been off and on. It, I mean, really, it's when Amon Ra is in. Yeah. He's great.
0: Speaking of Amon Ra, you hit your player prop this week. I'm a winner. I'm oh, We would have had a five for five if uh, Waddle would have gotten three more receiving yards. I'm out of money now. No more sleeper money?
2: Yeah, no more sleeper money. I'll bet with you guys in spirit. But I broke my bad streak. You did.
0: You did. Trent, Rosie just got done calling the Vikings frauds, and now he's saying that his Lions are going to make a wild card. (laughs) Do you have any thoughts?
1: I mean, I've said the Lions are going to win a wild card all week, all year. So I can't really go back on that.
2: We did technically mm-hmm. call the uh, NFC North; it was going to be Vikings, Lions, Packers, and Bears, and that's how it's that's how it is right now.
1: No, it's not. Right now, uh, it's it's Vikings, Packers, Lions, Bears.
2: Yes, uh, Lions have
0: one more win.
1: Packers are four, four and, and six. six. They're
2: four and six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll lose. They haven't, like, had, they, they haven't had, had their buy, buy yet.
0: yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, okay. So that that's a good segue into the next game we want to talk about. Lions thirty-one, Bears thirty. Uh, you got your. I want prop, to say right? something
1: about the, the the Buccaneers real quick. Yeah. Um. Since we talked about turning corners. Watch out for the Buccaneers second half of the season. They're getting healthy. They're benching Fournette because he's not that great. Tom, looks good. Man. Cheeseburger Lenny. Single
3: Tom. It's, <laughs> it's that single man boost. It's 2-0. Oh. It's 2-0. Oh. I'm, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm telling you, never count Tom Brady out. I think they're more likely to be a top two seed in the NFC than most people think. But that's what I'll say. And then we, we I almost continue. said it
2: last week. <laughs> I kind of want to put the Bucks as a top five team. They, But at that point, losses do matter, and they were losing a lot. It's just Godwin is finally healthy. Finally. He talked about it this week, and then they have a bye. Yep. So I think next week, their whole receiving core is going to be up yeah. and running for the first time all season.
3: Julio Jones is even looking pretty spry yesterday at a touchdown.
0: So hmm. it's all coming together for them. So I'm looking at the Bucks' schedule the rest of the way. And I know you can never count division games as a sure thing.
1: Because you just, you can never especially against the
0: Saints. Especially And they, so they still have one division game against all three of their division opponents. So they still play the Saints, the Falcons, and the Panthers one more time. Their other games are the at the Browns versus Saints at the 49ers versus the Bengals and at the Cardinals. It would be hard to do, but I mean, there is a, it's not out of the realm of possibility that they run the table and they're five and five right now. They finished the year 12 and five, maybe 11 and six. Um, I don't know if that's good enough to get a two seed in the NFC just because of the Eagles have zero losses. The Vikings have one loss. The giants have two losses. The Cowboys have two losses. Um, it's, it's, it's hard to make up that kind of ground this late in the year, but I, I agree with you, Trent. Watch out for the Bucks second half of the year because they could go on a nice little run here.
1: Um, okay. Sorry for burning down your segue into the next game.
0: But no, no, that's perfect. Um,
2: yeah, Drove the segue off the cliff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this might not be the best question, Rosie, because you just said the Lions are going to make the wild card, but they currently sit at three and six in your mind how many wins do they need to end the se- like how many wins do they need for you to consider this this season to be a success
2: Ooh, that's a good question though well i i think at the beginning of the season i know me and a lot of other lions fans had a lot of hope for this season that the lions would be good and then i think injuries and bad defensive play calling kind of ruin that for the most part. And so at this point, I I think that you can't really measure their success on wins. It's, I think they have either the, the first or second youngest team in the NFL. And so it's just having those guys progress and get better every week. And they have like Kirby Joseph, our rookie safety has played really well. He had two interceptions against Aaron Rodgers last week. And then Okuda is looking like a, top 10 quarterback. He had the return for, uh, he had the pick six on Justin Fields to really help them back into that game. So it's just, it's not really about wins. It's about the young players playing well. I think they are. Wins
1: don't mean anything in the NFL apparently.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's just talent on a team.
0: It's not about wins, but if they got six wins on the year, they go 6-11. and 11. Would you count that as success? They'll get yeah. more
2: than six wins, I think. I, I feel like if things keep up how they are right now, I'd call three wins a success.
1: So right now, well, they already success.
2: there. Yeah, they, they've stayed in most of their games. They haven't looked horrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had a And second year in a rebuild a with a ton games. of
2: injuries. I'll
0: take it. Yeah. Okay. Um, my only other note I had from this game is that Justin Fields is like NFC Lamar. Like, yeah, he is. He, he's unbelievable, man. <sighs>
3: Trent finally figured. Trent he is,
1: can't. He can't pass the ball. He's so.
3: He has eight hundred yards passing over the last three games. No, he
1: doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> does. Okay, his last three games. Uh, let's see. This Bullshit, week, bad. he had 167 Uh-oh. passing yards. Someone got a calculator. <laughs>
1: he hasn't gotten over. He's gotten over 200 passing yards once maybe this was, year. Once. Know, okay, maybe maybe hold on hold, on, hold on, hold on. Wow. Over 200, 200 yards once.
3: Ryan still let me down.
1: Maybe has, total yards. Never show
2: that based on the podcast again.
3: <laughs> cool. Right.
1: He can run the ball. He's a terrible quarterback.
3: Well, oh could whoa whoa! Could... So is Lamar Jackson oh, he has... a quarterback? Like... No,
1: Lamar Jackson has proven that he can throw the ball this year. So
3: is Justin Fields? He just doesn't have a he great receiver. He has
1: one, one game over two hundred yards all year. You can't tell that's me that's a not how he wins right now, quarterback.
0: Man. Take his you, games. I mean, it just you can't. You're taking out half of his game by just talking about his passing yards.
2: Okay. He needs to get better at passing though. He needs yeah, to. Well, yes. I think he will.
3: Absolutely. They also need to get him more. Weapons I think he will too. I think
2: that coming out, he no, was a great passer. They have plenty of weapons. They
1: just Mooney, can't utilize. Mooney and Claypool, Mooney and They're great players. They the just can't get him the, the ball. I'm just saying, we
2: all mm, thought. Great. Hmm.
0: We all thought that Tua was awful until he gets Waddle and Tyreek Hill and now he's leading the league into like all the passing stats. So your weapons do matter a little. No, they matter a lot. <laughs> it was the last five games, by the way. Was Brady's was last year in New England, we all three. thought he was washed and he couldn't do anything. He goes down to Tampa with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and he looks like he's turned the clock back five years.
1: Did we? Ten think years. That?
0: Yes. Brady looked bad that last year in
2: New England. Rodgers
0: won an MVP last year with Devontae Adams. You take him out of the equation. He's been really bad this year.
2: To Trent's point, though, yes, you can have better receiving weapons, but he just looks really bad passing the ball. Like just throwing it up to defense. He doesn't manage a pocket very well when he's trying to pass it. You saw it in the Lions game. He had to break three tackles to be the incredible rusher that he is, and that's just not consistent to win in the NFL. It does add a layer to his game, and if he can improve the passing, then he's going to be incredible. But he needs to do that.
3: Agreed. Only a second year. Plenty of time to do that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just think that the the thing with him is that because of how they're using him as a runner, the passing is going to come because of how the defense is having to defend him as a rushing threat. Like that Cole Komet touchdown was, if you go back and watch it, wide open. He was wide open, and if you look at how the defense was playing that exact play, they had nine of their 11 defenders with their eyes just on Justin Fields to see if he was going to run. And that's how Cole Komet was able to slip behind the entire defense and not have anyone on the same screen as him whenever the pass was thrown his way. So like those kind of plays are going to come because he's ripping off 67-yard rushing touchdowns almost every week.
1: There's 20 quarterbacks I'd rather have. There are not 20 quarterbacks
0: I'd rather have over Justin Fields.
1: Not a chance. Would
3: you rather have Geno Smith or Justin Fields for next year? Geno Smith.
1: Not thinking twice about it.
3: All right, next three years. Geno Smith or Justin Fields?
1: Geno Smith. Not thinking three times about it. Let me think of another one.
2: Daniel Jones.
1: Danny Dimes. (laughs) This is a dumb question. (laughs)
2: Um, now, talk about weapons. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Ooh, that's a good one. Zach Wilson. He also I'd probably take Fields over Wilson.
0: Okay. Carson Wentz. <laughs> probably take Fields over Wentz. Okay. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton over Justin Okay. okay. All right. We're done. All right. 100%. I was, waiting, I was waiting for the-
3: 100%. Road. Andy what? Dalton
1: is the most- Underappreciated ginger that's ever walked this crazy. Wow, he's got
3: garbage stats, but he's not good in the clutch.
1: So that's is that a lot of That's fair. All right,
0: we'll, we'll
3: move on.
1: <laughs> um,
0: Justin Fields is a lot of fun to watch. We'll end up with that. Um, other quick notes. Man, I thought this was going to be a quick recap, and it, it's been everything but that, but it's been awesome. Um, other notes Russell Wilson sucks. All right, continue. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, that, God, that, I watch. So I follow this guy on TikTok that does a weekly update on Russell Wilson, um, comparing the number of bathrooms in his house <laughs> to the total touchdowns. Passing. And he's just waiting. He's just waiting for that number to equal <laughs> each other. He's got twelve bathrooms in his house and only seven passing touchdowns.
2: Golly! Wow. What <laughs> happened? I I want answers. I want to. Why did it go so bad?
1: Well,
3: I yeah, honestly, he's got the same offensive line problems there. That's one of the problems.
0: And I think he's just old. So, you know, what's funny is in those last few years when he was in Seattle, he would always take shots at his offensive line. He was sacked three times in the game this week, and he was never sacked three times in a game when he was in Seattle.
3: No, I think that was consecutive weeks you're thinking of because he was
0: sacked three times. Was it consecutive weeks? Yeah, because Seattle's offensive lines were pretty bad. Okay, it was some stat like that. I might be I might be messing up a little bit, but um, I don't know what the answer is, though, to answer your question, Rosie. Trent, what was the stat that you sent us
1: about the Broncos this year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they scored 18 points in each mm. game this year, they'd be 8-1. and one.
2: Yeah. That poor defense. Your defense is so good. Oh, feel so bad for all of them. Patrick yes. Sertan.
0: Shout out to Bradley Chubb getting traded to Miami, where this team's putting up forty points every week. And yeah, man's probably chilling at the beach right now, getting a nice suntan.
2: Man, he's chilling at the beach during the game. He doesn't need to do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um,
2: <laughs> that was that funny.
1: That was that good. Was, that, was, that was probably the funniest thing you've ever said on this podcast.
0: <laughs> um, Jeff Saturday got hired from ESPN to coach the Colts, and they beat and the beat Raiders. Josh McDaniels and the Raiders.
3: <laughs> now that's funny. After he sent a tweet out a couple weeks ago, the Raiders sucked. <laughs>
0: <So> he <laughs> <hecked> <laughs> it up. Let
3: yeah. me show you.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I. Yeah. I don't know. I I kind of hope this whole Jeff Saturday thing works out, just because of how heavily criticized it was when it happened. Yeah. Um, it would just be hilarious if like they rattle off like three or four wins in a row, and Matt Ryan looks like Matt Ryan of old. I mean, it just I don't know. It it just for the comedy aspect, I'm kind of
2: rooting for that. But I don't. Well, I did pick up the Raiders defense in all my leagues because I didn't think this. But I, when I picked them up, I was like.
3: It seems like it should go
2: really good for me, but Saturday is like a, a wild card in this whole equation.
1: You still play in fantasy leagues with defenses? Can't
0: change it. I have one that I still, that I'm in that does that, but it's the worst.
2: And I try it's easy money leagues year. too, so I usually win. So I got to say in those that pay for all the ones that I lose in, which is the majority of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just. Yeah, the Raiders are just a disaster. Like, they're so bad.
2: Derek Carr is crying on the stand. Derek Carr has made a career
1: made a career of the underthrown PI call.
2: He's just not thrown well. I mean, I don't even know what he was saying. Uh, Did y'all see that interview? The the Mm post-game interview? He was basically y'all need to go and watch it. It's it's pretty he's just, cringy. He's sad. Yeah, I've, well, he,
1: I, I've heard rumors that McDaniel's is calling terrible games on purpose because he doesn't want Derek Carr and he wants a high draft pick. He wants. Yeah, well, he, he wants might not be there the to make the draft Corvettes. pick. No, no,
3: no. I saw a report today that they said he was. They did say he was safe, but at the same time, that could just be a window.
0: That always light. means that they're going to get fired in the next like week. <laughs> Whenever the owner well, comes out and yeah. like makes a statement of confidence in the coach. Like there's like a two week clock tops until that coach is canned. Like
3: I want to see Derek Carr on a different team next year, though. Like maybe just a fringe contender. See what he can actually do. Like the Raiders just isn't
0: working out. How funny yeah. would it be if um, Devontae Adams want you know he wants to get out of Green Bay, so they trade him to his college roommate in <laughs> Vegas. Like all right, and then the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders for Derek Carr. And it's just Rodgers and (laughs) Devontae Adams again. (laughs) Round two. Now I want that to happen. (laughs) Um, The only other thing I had from this week is possible Ewing theory with the Cardinals. Colt McCoy comes in for Kyler Murray, and they lead at halftime for the first time all season.
2: (laughs) Can I just say this? Kyler is the biggest. I want to say another word, but uh, weenie. He gets hurt every single season. He's the biggest weenie quarterback that there is. Just he I don't think you can hurt.
0: say the word I I don't think you can use the word biggest when describing Calamari. Yeah, he should have played baseball. <laughs>
2: he
3: would have been a great second baseman.
2: He has the smallest recovery of anyone in the league. He's he gets hurt like this every single year. Mm-hmm. If you still have him in fantasy football, please, for the love of God, get rid of him. I've been trying at this point. All year. I can't get rid of Literally
1: him. all year, Rosie. Trent, no have you gone back him.
0: and looked at that trade we made a while ago for Kyler? I don't want
1: to talk about it. <laughs> that was the dumbest trade I ever made.
0: <laughs> we all have one. It's okay. Yeah, I got it. We yeah, all have one bad one. Um, It was Lamar Jackson and Daryl Henderson for Kyler Murray.
3: I mean it's just basically one for one. Yeah. Tyler for Lamar, Lamar straight really up, essentially. Dead. Yeah. But there's still a tiny bit of hope. You never know.
2: Yeah, you never know.
3: Um anything
0: else on week 10? No?
2: I don't think so. Nah. Okay. Next segment. Oh uh Kadarius Tony looks great. The next great Tyree Kill. Please. Please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Giants fans have to be so upset watching that, and then watching Kenny and, Galladay drop a
2: open oh passing advantage
3: The Chiefs are going to New York in a couple weeks too. Revenge game, that'll be fun.
2: All right, yeah. If you can, if you can get Kadarius Tony now, Juju is going to be out probably for two weeks because that yeah, that was a rough that hit, hit. Looked bad, he really bad. You know who
0: has the? You know that Kenny Galladay has the highest cap hit of wide receivers for this season. <laughs> Number 1. <laughs> That's tough. I You know never who who is number
2: 5?
0: You know who's number 5? Nelson Aguilar for the Patriots. Huh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, speaking of wide receivers, top 5 wide receiver duos in the NFL. Do y'all want to go 5 to 1 or 1 to 5?
2: 1 to 5 because everyone's one oh. should be the same. Yeah, okay. Oh.
0: Okay. Uh, Do we all have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle? I do. Uh, uh, Alex, Rosie, I would. Yeah, Yeah. I would say yes, absolutely. Okay. Trent, who do you have number two? Uh,
1: I got uh, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins at number
2: two. That's who I have as well. Yeah, me too. I have (laughs) T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Ooh, it's getting spicy. <laughs> In that That's order. Yeah. Well, actually though. But.
0: You think T Higgins is better than Jamar Chase? I, yeah, I do.
1: I I I mean, I wouldn't argue no. that. No.
3: We've seen it without Jamar Chase. T Higgins is sort of, I don't know, he's not not as great without Chase out there to take some of I mean, the. It's only been one game. Yeah, but that one that game, game which is was
2: fine. I don't know, man.
0: Hmm.
2: I think yeah, he I,
3: needs his buddy out that's there. That's spicy.
0: I I would still put Chase over him because that. They're both really is...
3: good, like
0: no doubt. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, this segment is going you know, much <laughs> faster than I expected. We're um, on to number three. Yeah, uh, Rosie. Who do you have number three?
2: I got Evans and Godwin. Two just. My goodness, that's two. That's two. I got two. <laughs> Especially after watching them this week,
0: yeah.
1: Is that who we all have?
2: Yeah, I got, I yeah. got him. Man, we suck. You know what we, we should have done? Fast forward through we really thought this is
1: going to be a good segment. Like we were we should have rank. We here.
0: should rank our bottom we're five wide receiver duos. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Next week. Next Let's week. see how the rest of the segment goes, and we might audible. <laughs> um, Alex, who do you have four. number four? All right, this is where I go a little homers. I'm going
3: Lockett and DK. I just think they both complement each too. other so. Okay. I don't have that. No, I just top think five. they complement really each other so well. Like, it's that third down weapon and slot machine, and then DK's the deep threat. So that's why. And they're just so consistent.
2: I think they've both been so good for so long. You have to put them on this list. Yeah. And I was it, a little
3: worried with Geno this year, but there's really been no drop off. So,
2: I mean, I think they're the reason why Geno's been so good. It's because yeah. you have two of the best receivers in the league to throw to.
0: Mm. Trent, you did not have Lockett and DK as your number four.
1: No, so. I didn't even have them in my top five.
0: That's okay. Okay, who do you have?
1: Uh, I have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith.
0: That is... Oh, actually, no. I, I don't have them as number four. That's my fifth.
1: I um, think if they had a better quarterback that could throw the ball... Like Justin
0: Fields?
3: He's yeah, been a lot Justin better at throwing the ball this year,
1: though. He has been a lot better, but that's not saying much.
2: Yeah. I think that if they weren't a running team, year. they would
1: No, okay. so really the way I, The way I'm looking at it is, like, you get two receivers, who do you want? I, I don't – Right. I mean, you put A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith with a guy like, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes, mm. they don't lose a cool. game. Yeah. That's kind of what I, mean, I that, to... kind of like My whole thought process is you give Patrick Mahomes these two guys, how dominant are they?
0: Mm.
1: So that's that's why I have A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith at four.
0: Okay. I had... I'm surprised that they haven't come up yet on Rosie's list. I have Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk.
2: What? Maybe if Debo was better... Yeah, I most
0: this year. Yeah. But I think from a pure talent standpoint and how versatile they right. are.
1: You thought too much about this.
0: Okay. I... But they are also, talk about being limited by your quarterback.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I not have
3: team. my top five. Do you I'm just nice not to on that team.
2: I do like both of them. They're probably at six for me. But at the same time, we're never going to see them in a good situation, so it's hard to know. I mean, yeah. they, they can't be but like same thought. good at the same time too. Like I some of these other. Can. Well, they haven't been. Ayuk's been the lead receiver, and either Debo does well and Ayuk does nothing, Ayuk does well and Debo does nothing. They just don't complement each other like Tyreek and Waddle.
3: They're both. See, I think they're both though, sort of, of this. Go, go ahead, ahead. Alex. I was gonna say they're both sort of the same type of receiver, which is probably why they don't complement each other. Like they're both pretty good in the run game, the screen game, and like the crosser game.
0: But yeah, yeah I just think you put them on a team like you put them with like Herbert as our quarterback, or you put them like with Mahomes as their quarterback, someone who can you know just throw the ball downfield all like throw it to every zone of the field, I think. With because I think I think they're both incredibly talented they're just not in the best situation, but um, just try to be a little different. All right. Number five. I had AJ Brown, Devontae Smith for all the reasons Trent said. Um, Me too. Same. AJ AJ Brown is, he's just, he's so exciting every single game. Like he just, he's one of the best, like big play potential guys. Um, And Devante Smith, I think is really good too.
2: I Um, would kill to have him on Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes team. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Justin Herbert, holy crap!
0: Yeah, um, Trent, who did you have number five?
1: Uh, you can't have a top five receiver list without having Justin Jefferson in it. So I got Jefferson and Thielen. Even like he, Thielen doesn't have the stats, but every time he gets thrown to, he catches balls. This is true. He's the
2: best receiver in the NFL for sure. Just Thielen's Jefferson so old. Not- not Thiel. Jefferson. Theon is old, and I
1: understand why you guys don't <laughs> yeah. have him on this list. But I just, I think, I don't know. He's he still catches a lot more balls than he should. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was. I don't know. It was. I. I felt really good about my top three. And yeah, like we four all had we all did.
1: Three. Yeah, I think we all agreed on our top three. Did we not?
0: Yeah, okay. we did. But like four, five, six, seven, eight. Like that's. I. They're all kind of in the same. You know range I think because like we already mentioned you know DK and Lockett you mentioned Jefferson and Thielen um there's just a lot of good receivers I mean we didn't even mention Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis you've yeah, got they're
1: my honorable mention yep Diggs Hopkins and Davis and, and Hopkins and Hollywood are my honorable mention
0: Hopkins and Hollywood um I don't know there's just Deontay Johnson and Pickens I mean it's early with Pickens but like I wouldn't, you know, I'd be happy if my team had those two guys as wide receivers, but there's just, there's a lot of good receiving talent in the league. Um, Even, you know, Judy and Sutton, if they can get a quarterback who can throw them the ball. I mean, both of those guys are talented. They're just talking about being limited by your quarterback play. Um, All right. That was top five wide receiver duos. Um, A lot more agreements than I expected, but sometimes that's how it goes. (laughs) Um, Okay. Rosie, your fantasy segment. Actually, let's take a quick break. When we come back, Rosie's got a few fantasy things cooked up for us, and we're going to get into all of that right after this. All right. We are back for the second half of the podcast, uh, talking some fantasy football, and then we have got a World Cup draft to, yeah, to wrap up this podcast because the World Cup is just about here. A week um, away. Yeah. So, Rosie, um, you had a few trades. Do you want to just, just kind of take it away? What, what do you have for us today?
2: Yeah, we're getting towards the end of the fantasy season. And these trades that you're going to make are going to be the most important. So to give y'all a blueprint, I'm taking trades that have happened in real life in my leagues. And I just want to know y'all's thoughts on them. Okay. So I'll tell you how the league is structured and you can okay. declare a winner. So, this is Dynasty. These are all Dynasty. This one's a 14 team league super flex. One side. Yeah, 14 team league. Jeez, dude. Uh, Sorry. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) One side gets Jacoby Myers, Zach Wilson, a 23 first, a 24 first, and a 23 third just for Joe Burrow.
0: Okay, so. I don't know. I I don't know if you all agree with this, but when I'm looking at draft picks and dynasty leagues, I'm really only concerned about first and second round picks, third and fourth are just, you know, they're the epitome of throwing darts at a board and seeing what sticks. Right. So it's, I'm, I'm taking those out. So it's basically Especially in a 14-team league. Yeah. So it's basically Zach Wilson, a 23 first, a 24 first, Jacoby Myers for Joe Burrow.
1: Is this a? Uh, did you say this is super flex?
2: These are all super flex.
1: I'm not doing it. I
2: don't if I, that I,
1: I, I'm I'm on the the point of view of I have Joe Burrow. Right. I'm not trading Joe Burrow for that because I'm not getting oh. a Joe. I'm not getting a Joe Burrow with any of those picks. And Zach Wilson is a Big 12 quarterback at best. And and the super flex, especially. especially Especially in a fourteen-team league, you don't trade a quarterback like Joe Burrow for that.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to lean the Zach Wilson side, but fourteen-team flex, So that's twenty-eight starting quarterbacks every every week.
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> i
0: <agree>. just for <laughs> reference. I'm
2: starting uh, Danny Dimes and Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> so, yeah, just right the best starting duo. <laughs> they actually been not bad, but <laughs> I think you keep Joe Burrow. I agree with you, Trent. Alex. I'm with it. Mm,
3: I think I'm on the side of getting these two first round picks with the hope that Zach Wilson turns out to be what you think he'll be. I, I I like the draft pick stuff out of this, especially if Zach Wilson's a dud. You got extra draft picks to sort of try and rebound from that. But I don't know. I think I think I would roll the dice and take. The Zach Wilson
2: side. I, I think that if you believe in Zach Wilson even a little bit, you're probably taking the Zach Wilson side. It's just he's shown nothing. He looks so bad. Yeah. Man. Yeah. He looks like Sam Darnold.
3: This is mm. still sort of his first year because last year he really didn't play and was hurt. So it's still iffy. We'll we'll see. He's got a lot to go.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
2: okay. Next trade. So first side is Lamar Jackson, Gus Edwards, Robert Woods for Justin Herbert and Jamar Chase.
1: Uh, Herbert Chase side wins this. It's not even close. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's why I brought it up because I know a lot of people are down on Herbert. How far away is Lamar from Herbert?
1: I would say it's a one for one.
3: Yeah, fantasy-wise, it's definitely one-for-one. One. Lamar probably has a slight edge right now, but Herbert looked really good yesterday. And he's it missing did. all his guys, and he still looked great.
0: I think I think Herbert's in the top tier, and I think— or I'm, I'm sorry, I think Lamar's in the top tier, and I think Herbert's in the next tier.
1: Interesting. See, the way I look at this trade, I see, I see Herbert and Lamar as a one-for-one, one, and then Gus Edwards for Robert— Gus Edwards and Robert Woods for Jamar Chase. There's yeah. no shot on doing that. No shot. Right. I just think you get—I
0: don't know—you get such a a, such a higher floor with Lamar because of the rushing. Whereas, if Herbert's going to be one of the top QBs on any given week, he basically needs to throw you know three hundred yards, two touchdowns, and no picks, or three hundred yards, three touchdowns, and a pick, or whatever. And it's just there's that's much harder to do on a week by week basis than Lamar, who can. Rush for sixty yards, and that's the equivalent of a touchdown and a half passing for Herbert. So, I, I I would I think I think it's not a one for one, but I think Jamar Chase on top of that makes the makes this trade very lopsided. Right. All
2: right. Moving on to the next one, then Christian McCaffrey, Noah Brown for Amon Raw and twenty three third. And this is hard because this is where dynasty and redraft completely divide.
3: This is tough. This is a tough one.
1: I think it's a fair trade, both sides.
3: Yeah, it really depends, especially on what you in need.
1: dynasty, because McCaffrey's got what two, three more years. We'll see if that. Yeah, and you could argue that Amon Ross, St. Brown, has more than that.
2: He should have yeah. a lot more than that. The thing with McCathry. is
3: yesterday his target share was pretty interesting because Elisha Mitchell was the leading rusher and carrier for the 49ers. So that's sort of a thing where there's just a lot of mouse feet over there. And Amonrod St. Brown is the guy right now for the lions.
1: When does Jamison Williams get healthy?
0: December. Yikes. Wow. That's uh, that's later than I thought.
1: Yeah.
2: I think they're going to try to make sure that he's completely healthy. Which and, they should. Yeah. I think you saw yeah. it with Godwin this year. If you bring him back too early, he's going to get a hamstring injury. That kind of thing. But I, I'm i curious to see what the Lions do in the future if they try to stick with Goff. And if they do, and JMO's there, I'd be a little bit not too worried about Amon Ra, but worried enough to where... I'd rather have CMC for this year if I'm competing.
0: I my my big thing that worries me about McCaffrey is the Shanahan offense because you saw it in the Sunday night game where Elijah Mitchell had like 19 carries or whatever the number was. It was in the high teens, and that's the one thing that would worry me. Whereas Amon-Rob, when he's healthy and on the field, he's a top five to ten receiver any given week.
2: And I'm, I'm kind of excited for the San Francisco running game. If Elijah Mitchell and CMC are both healthy, I think that they can go at like six yards of carry. And if they're doing that and they're not passing the ball a whole lot, both of them can do really well in this offense.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what, what was our final verdict? Who, who thinks, who thinks which side wins this trade?
1: we have to do that? I mean, why not? All right. Um, I think if I'm trying to win this year, geez, I don't know. I think it really depends on what your team is. If you have running backs already, Mm. like say you have Saquon and James Conner or whatever, two, well, Saquon's probably a top five running back and James Conner's top 20. I think I'm taking the Amon Ross St. Brown side, but if you need running back help, obviously you got to take Christian McCaffrey here. Like in most of my leagues, I have quite a bit of wide receivers that are just like one B type receivers. Mm -hmm. And I would consider Amon Ross that kind of receiver. So I would probably take the McCaffrey Noah Brown side, but I don't know, man. It. I think this is a pretty fair trade both ways. Um, I do
0: too. I guess it depends on yeah, what you're saying, what you need. Do you need wide receiver help or do you need running back
2: help? Right. All right. Uh, what, you got one more? The last one. This one looks juicy. Yeah, this mm-hmm. one's pretty fun. <clears throat> so one side is Russell Wilson, Odell Beckham, Brandon Ayuk, and the other side is Kirk Cousins Calvin Ridley at 24 second. <laughs> so
1: we going future or now? Nah? How many teams? Is this the same 14 team? 12 team.
2: 12, 12
0: team. Russell Wilson, Odell Beckham and Iuke for Kirk Cousins, Calvin Ridley in a second.
1: I'm not really buying the Calvin Ridley stuff. Give me That's the That's what I was going to ask
2: cuz I I'm I'm curious what y'all think of really all these players for dynasty. I'm sure a lot of people have questions on them.
0: Yeah, it just, I, it, it's a, it's a completely different scenario, but I'm kind of getting like Michael Thomas vibes from this Calvin Ridley situation where he was really good. I mean, he, his highs were not as high as that, that run that Michael Thomas had, but then you miss two years and you're just never the same. It's just, I don't know. It, it's a completely different set of circumstances, but I'm dubious on Calvin Ridley's future. And I have him in like two leagues
2: and I'm, st- I'm dubious. Well, with Ridley, it's not an injury concern. It's uh does he want to keep playing? Yeah. I mean, it's a game. I
0: think
3: he wants to keep playing. He's still pretty young and this is sort of just a year off for him to study tape and get better hopefully that's what he's doing
2: well it's just like i think you saw the year that he or the year before he got suspended he had to take games off for his mental health and just sometimes you see the want to for a player just go away yeah and being off for two years does
3: not help yeah i think if i was on the Kirk Cousins, Ridley side. I'd counter and ask for a late first
0: instead first. of a second.
3: Yeah, that yeah. I would need a little bit more on the draft book side, just
2: just in case. Yeah. And now, I, um, would y'all rather have Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson? That that's not a question. Kirk it's Cousins, Kirk, Captain Kirk. Kirk Cousins for this year. Um, I think they're the same age.
3: They are the same age. They're both 33.
0: You just, I don't know.
3: Same draft class too.
0: I can't, I can't just, I can't get behind the fact that Russell Wilson is just going to be terrible for the rest of his career. I Kirk Cousins is the safe. Kirk Cousins is the safer pick because he's going to be more steady on a week to week basis. But if you're like swinging for the fences and saying, okay, maybe next year you get hacking out of there. You get like, you know, a, just a better all around system. Can he return to, you know, old Russell Wilson form? No, I probably not. It, it's a, it's a risky oh, thing, was that but rhetorical? I, sorry. Oh, no, you can answer. It. <laughs> it's a risky thing, but it just, I don't know. It, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened, that I would be swinging for the fences. Whereas Kirk Cousins is more safe, I think.
2: Um, Agreed. And Kirk Cousins hasn't had a great, Fantasy year, I think he might be QB. He's always like ten or eleven. Pack. He's always in that ten to fifteen
0: range, like a low end QB one. Right. Um. Let's see. This year he is. He's quarterback eleven. He's been quarterback eleven for the last three seasons. <laughs> exactly. Thank Consistent. you know
2: again? <laughs> yeah.
0: No so low end QB one. <laughs> um. Up. All right, Rosie, anything else fantasy-wise?
2: Yeah, we got a trade question. We're going to ask one every week and answer it on the next podcast. We'll post this to Twitter, read some of the replies, and come to a decision next podcast.
0: Okay, so you're asking it here, but we're not going to answer it here.
2: Right, correct. Okay. What would you pay in Dynasty for Christian Watson? He's coming off a three-touchdown game. He looks like the alpha for the Packers, what would you pay for?
1: So we can't is answer like
3: that. out of a hundred dollars, probably. Is that the scale?
0: Or is it like pick an asset? Pick
2: an asset. Oh, okay. So we'll post on Twitter, send your replies. Okay. Trade question what would you
0: pay in Dynasty for Christian Watson? Assume full PPR? Right?
2: Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: All right, that's the question. Um, is that it for the fantasy segment? Got anything that's else it. or are you good?
2: Okay. We're good.
0: Anyone else have any other just burning fantasy questions? or?
1: No, let's get, let's get to the good stuff. All right. For you. It, wait,
2: if you do have uh, trades you want to send me, send them to the Making the Call Twitter through DM and I'll look at them and I'll answer them and maybe answer them on the <laughs> podcast too.
0: You heard it here. Slide into our DMs. Per request of Rosie, Mm, we'll answer those fantasy questions. (laughs) Can't wait! (laughs) All right, Uh, let's wrap up the podcast. Uh, Alex, what's coming up in a a couple weeks?
3: Just the biggest sporting event in the world.
1: A couple weeks? It's this weekend, dog.
3: Well, it's Monday, but the World Cup, baby. It's Monday, dog. Monday (laughs) two. Everyone's gonna go focus their eyes on Qatar. Everyone's so happy that it's there. And yeah, let's let's do this team draft.
1: Have y'all seen? Have y'all seen like how Qatar's like paying people to be fans of certain teams? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, they got actors. Oh out my there. gosh, it's so funny. They're taking it's... a page out of the LA Chargers playbook. Oh my gosh, dude, it's making me. So
2: Are you happy. sure they're paying people? Because I think slavery's still legal there. Oh. Oh. <laughs> how do you
3: think they got the stadiums up?
1: <laughs> all God. right well Anyways.
0: in the spirit of the world cup <laughs> on a lighter note we're gonna each draft three teams and what are we doing just like a five dollar buy-in right trent
1: i mean we can decide that after but okay we don't even have to do it if we want i just thought it'd be fun so i like cheap. it yeah five dollars yeah
0: we're just right. gonna put five dollars in um we, we thought maybe Austin could join, but he says he has a screaming kiddo. So here's and what we'll flew. do. Here's what we'll do for Austin's picks. Um, We'll each pick our three and then we'll just go by Vegas odds. The top three teams left. <laughs> we'll assign to Austin.
1: Boom.
3: But like each round, right? Like we're not going to give him like the last three after we're all done. Like oh. you're going to go round by round.
0: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I meant each round. Yeah, I didn't mean okay. the three
1: uh, Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, auto pick sucks.
3: Okay, what I do you want to do for Austin? Here.
1: If he's not here, he shouldn't. Well, he be shouldn't go first.
3: He's not, first. No, he's not going first.
1: No, he's not going first. I mean, yeah, he'll go last. He'll go last. Yeah, yes, we'll give him England. All do right, you have like a <laughs>
3: random teams, number right? generator or something? We'll do steak.
0: Yeah, let's do... Um, here, I'll do a random list generator. I probably should have had this ready first. Um, okay, so we know Austin's going to go last, so...
1: Alex, pick a number between one and Andrew, Trent, Seven. Alex, Rosie. I didn't have a number, so that was a bad, that was a um, bad thing.
0: Someone pick a number between <laughs> one and five. Ooh, three. Five. Three, okay, I'm going to randomize it three <laughs> times. All right. First randomization is Trent Rosie Andrew Alex. Oh no. Next one is Andrew Alex Trent Rosie. And the third one is Trent Alex Rosie. Yes! Andrew.
1: Yes! Yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like all So it. Trent Trent gets the first pick and then Alex and then Rosie and then me and then Austin. Let me put that in our doc. Um okay. Trent with the first Argentina. Pick,
1: Argentina it's coming home Dude, Messi, Messi is winning the World Cup <laughs> he's winning the golden boot Messi this is his year it's Argentina not even close
0: yeah. Argentina with the first pick huh
1: yep taking it their second and best odds to win but I'm taking team it. of destiny
0: Yeah. Yep. wait yep. why are they the team of destiny of because Messi.
1: Messi, Messi has won every single trophy that he possibly can. This is his last ride. Except the World Cup, and it's his last World Cup that he's probably going to be in.
3: And the team around him, actually—they've been really, they're pretty deep, and they've been playing well lately.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, so we've got Argentina as the first pick, Alex.
3: Well, I'm just going to go chalk here. I'm going to go with Brazil, World Cup favorite according to Vegas. They have a really, really, really deep team. It's pretty insane. So, yeah, I'm just going to check going Brazil.
0: Okay. Brazil with the second pick. Uh, Rosie.
2: The other team of destiny. The team that Argentina has to beat to win it all. Portugal. Cristiano Ronaldo versus Messi yeah. <laughs> in the World Cup. We need to see it. Uh, Interesting. I mean, yeah, United, great.
0: That, but- <laughs> okay. Um, well, you know, I... I know. A, I probably know the most about soccer of anyone on this podcast. Um, so I have a very. I, I did a lot of extensive research um, for this, <laughs> and you know how you USA. always hear the stories each year of, you know, s- someone had his wife fill out a March Madness bracket based on like the the mascots, and it yeah. ends up being perfect through like first two rounds. I looked at all the the different uniform kits for all the World Cup teams, and They're made my made my power ranking based off of that. Wow. So Trent said it's coming home. I think it's actually coming home and it's going to England. Dude, come on. Come on. you get, get
2: some goals in a touching
0: tribute to our beloved Queen Elizabeth. It is coming ah. home. <laughs> God say it's <laughs> God
3: save the queen
1: box, or in the king a box. now. Yeah, in a box. <laughs> England has really
0: nice uniforms. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're okay, so
3: i they're
1: in I have no idea. They play the U. They're in the United States group.
3: We play them oh. on Black Friday.
1: You just okay. committed treason, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at the uniforms, and that's it.
2: You need to dump two tons of tea. I don't know to which vowel
1: their group is. I just <laughs> so you're giving us in France and Spain. <laughs>
0: Not, not that, bad. Trent, not you bad. say that like it's a big deal. That means nothing to me. <laughs> Two pretty good teams. All right. So Austin's really getting France and Spain, I guess. Jeez.
1: You, okay, terrible. England has he the fourth be best in there. odds. He, sh- he should have to fourth. pay
0: 10 bucks. I picked fourth. England has the fourth best odds. Why is that like a big surprise? What what am I missing here? Because France was there.
3: Southgate's sort of uh, – his coaching style not sucks. great.
1: They're the most overrated soccer team in the world.
3: They've right, not well, been doing spectacular lately in the nation. I like,
1: uh, what's
0: his name? Harry Kane? Ooh. Yeah. Who does he play He's, for? England. <laughs> He's talking club. He's English, dude. Come on. He plays for yeah. Tottenham, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go, the All Spurs. Right.
1: All right, let's continue. <laughs> it's your pick again. Let's see how you screw this up.
0: All right, let's <laughs> see. Well, I had, um, I had Brazil up there you know they they got taken um so we're just going let's see here we're going with belgium belgium as a second pick hey, dang it belgium has really nice uniforms um I don't their want to anymore. their home kit they have flames on the sleeves and that just means that they're they're coming ready for business so fire. um
2: they're gonna yeah. be really quick
0: yeah i think they're the hottest team in the world cup so on belgium sick um
2: let's see rosie you're next um i'm going netherlands my whole family is dutch Dutch, 100 that's what
1: i always say yep
2: a bunch of swamp germans coming to party
3: (laughs) (laughs) all right alex Alright, my second pick I'm going sort of dark horse here. Well, not really, but I'm going Germany. I like their team top to bottom. Like they don't really have that one wow guy, but I think all around they're pretty deep. And if they click together, they could go on a decent run.
0: Germany. Okay. Um, let's see. Germany's odds are they're not as high as are actually yeah, they're right up there with Spain. Ten to one. Okay. So yeah, we got Germany. Trent, you pick back to back. Okay. Whenever you're ready.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me the Danes, Denmark. Okay. Uh, see what see if Christian Eriksen can stay alive this this go around. My thoughts yeah. exactly. Um. Now I'm going with a really dark horse here. USA. Give me Wales.
3: Wales. USA opens up against
0: them next Monday.
2: I think I. You just
0: committed they, treason, sir. They play the USA. No, no, no. <laughs> and,
2: and they're I, English, kind of. Same continent. So,
3: same island, island. I don't know. I just <laughs> same think they, continent. Yeah. they
1: they've looked really good. <laughs> they've. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of impressed with how they're playing. I think it's going to be the U.S. and Wales coming out of that group.
3: Ooh, you don't have England making it out of the group.
1: No, I think England's S- terrible. Spicy. They don't have a left back, and they're bringing Trent and the fridge. Yeah, it's it's not going to be great. But mm. yeah, give me the Dutch because you and guys Belgium and Portugal for me, and Wales. Those are my, my, so my three teams are Argentina, the Netherlands, or, um. I'm the Netherlands. Denmark, 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 sorry. Sorry, I'll take responsibility for that. Denmark and Wales.
0: Okay, those are your three teams. Alex, your final team. All right, I'm just going
3: straight. Homer, USA, gonna be cheering for him all the way. Dang it. Going to, like, a supporter bar. The whole nine yards. USA all the way. We're gonna shock the world. Okay, yeah, hit me uh, up with
1: that invite for the, to the bar. I want to go. Okay. Sounds good. Except the first week I'm in Minnesota, so don't invite me then.
3: Okay. I was, I was going for the England for sure. I don't know about Monday,
2: but... The um, Rosie, your final pick. Is Ukraine playing? <laughs> 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 I feel like they'd be uh, seasoned vets. <laughs> they... They almost made it. They're not in it. <laughs> oh... Dang. Yeah. The Welsh actually, I think, knocked him out. Oh, dang. Good playoff. I'm going to go with Poland.
0: All right. Poland. I like it. I like Same it. Same odds as USA. Okay. Cool country. Yeah. It's Man, a- <laughs> I cannot believe that um, my number one jersey ranking, whenever I made my list, is still on the board. Um, they've got. It
1: is, but continue. They've yeah. got better
0: odds than USA, Poland, and Wales, Croatia.
1: Yeah, yeah do it.
0: My final pick. Their last, jerseys, w- last
1: World Cup runner ups.
0: Yeah, surprise. Their story jerseys are like beautiful. So, all right. To all right,
3: recap. We, no, is, so I give Austin any more teams. Oh, oh yeah, we got to give
1: Uruguay. Give them Mexico Uruguay. too.
0: Since he missed, we'll give him Mexico. Well, no, he already has two. He just needs one more. Uh, I still think we
1: should take England or Spain away from him. Give him. Mexico. He doesn't he can't have, have two. In have in the top five. That's stupid. Sure, you can. He didn't Make him, him cheer up. for Mexico.
3: Make him cheer for Mexico.
1: Make him cheer for Mexico. Take right. Spain away from him. Give him to me.
0: Mexico has <laughs> good jerseys too, so he's gonna like that. You know. All like right. So. All
1: right, like, like, take away France. Have nobody have France. Yeah, nobody have France. Nobody That's, gets France.
0: But okay, but if France wins the World Cup, who gets the money?
1: We all get our money back.
0: We just send it to like the French embassy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do we even have one of those? I'm sure. You
2: got to mail it through croissant.
1: I don't know. They'd probably surrender by the time we got there.
2: Um, all
0: yeah, right, Joe? so Trent's three teams are Argentina, Denmark, and Wales. Alex has Brazil... Germany, and USA. Rosie has Portugal, Netherlands, and Poland. Austin has France, Spain, and Mexico. And I've got England and... Hold on. England, Belgium, and Croatia. Where can you watch? It's on Fox. It's going to be on Fox. Fox, has it this year? Yep. Okay. All right. There you go. Those are the, uh, those are world, world cup picks from our draft. Um, when does the start Alex next Monday,
3: next Monday, there's some like opening ceremony or something on Sunday, but who cares?
0: Hmm. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this week's episode of making the call the dad joke this week. What do you call a typo on a headstone? A grave mistake. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Not your way. All wife. right. That's going to do it for the podcast. Um, thank you to Trent and Alex and Rosie for joining this week. Thank you to everyone who tuned in on Twitch and everyone listening to us in podcast form. We will be back this Thursday night uh, on our regular Twitter space appearance, talking all things NFL player props. We will be trying our best to go five for five. Um, We've gone four for five the last three weeks. Uh, So we Rosie finally broke out of his his slump, but then Austin missed the missed the waddle line by three yards. So we're going to be trying to um, trying to just have our first five for five this week. So um, we will see you there at the Twitter space on Thursday evening. We'll send out a tweet letting you know the exact time so that you can prepare for that. Um, I hope everyone has a fantastic rest of your week and we will see you next time.